present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second week in the historic town of Dartford. Dartford was but a small village until the Middle Ages when the town enjoyed rapid growth thanks to the many pilgrims passing through on their way to Canterbury. They would assemble in London under the Charing Cross and pray for a safe day's journey. The tradition of praying at Charing Cross to get to Dartford on the same day... (laughs) survives even now. In 1660, Dartford was struck by the plague. When the epidemic ended, the town mayor decreed that the mighty bells of Holy Trinity Church be rung constantly for a week. The same week, in fact, that the tinnitus epidemic started. (laughs) During the Industrial Age, Dartford took to making fine wax candles and became the largest producer in Europe. However, with the coming of town gas, demand collapsed and traders found they had wax coming out of their ears. (laughs) Fine metalworking soon took over as a principal industry and until very recently parts were supplied to the luxury car market. At a specialist factory, it took one man nearly a year to hand finish a single radiator grill. So they sacked him. (laughs) Let's meet the teams. They are on my left. Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And on my right, Tony Hawkes and Tim Brooke Taylor. And positioning her comfortable seat on my left hand. <clears throat> Please welcome our ever fragrant scorer, the Santa. <laughs> Okay, let's get weaving. <laughs> on second thoughts, put those looms away while we get on with a round. <laughs> while we get on with a round of new definitions. English is a language of immense subtlety and complexity. For example, many don't fully appreciate the difference in correct usage between approval and approbation. Well, approval means favourable opinion or commendation, whereas approbation is what the magistrates gave Barry last week. <laughs> But our mother tongue is constantly changing, and I'd like the teams to share any words they may have spotted recently that have acquired new meanings. Tony, would you care to start, please? Crescendo. Termination of child care. (laughs) Trash. Yorkshire measles. (laughs) Tim? Mogadong. My cat's a professor. (laughs) Boutique to heckle wood. (laughs) Cabaret. A wide range of available taxis. (laughs) Rugged. Wearing a wig. Forskin, to compel relatives. Brandish, 
what Barry orders after a meal. (laughs) (laughs) To clarify, to domesticate the Grundies. Lactose, frostbite. (laughs) Coquette, small penis. (laughs) Judo, kosher plasticine. The teams are going to give full vent to their acting skills now in a game called Sound Charades. This, this has been cunningly adapted from the erstwhile TV favourite Give Us a Clue, in which the teams mime the titles of popular songbooks or films within a strict time limit. The undoubted master of the genre was Lionel Blair. But even he occasionally struggled to convey a title in mime. No one will forget how he was caught out after performing an unusual act with an officer and a gentleman for two <laughs> for two whole minutes. (laughs) In the original game, the teams weren't allowed to speak, leaving the audience collapsed with mirth. This version is completely different. (laughs) Tim and Tony, you're gonna start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. (laughs) And here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. A man for all seasons. A man for all seasons. Right, you're guessing this one, uh, Barry and Graham. Yep. Off you go, Tim and Tony. It's five words, it and it's... A play in a film. It is, it is indeed, and it goes something very like this. Mm. All right, Jez, are you enjoying that meal? Enjoying it very much indeed. Fish very lovely. lovely. Yeah. Fish is delicious. Yeah, good, yeah, mm. tremendous. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what, though, I mean, it's uh, a bit fed up recently with this sort of weather, this constant changeable weather, you know, yeah, one minute it. it's bright, it. then showery. No, showers, I love it. It's because yeah. you never quite know. It's so fresh. Yeah, so yeah, I love everything growing. You, you, you know. like that, do I love it, oh, love right. it, yes. No, it's lovely. Of course, then, of course, you look forward after that, don't you? You, mm. want, you want it to be warm and sunny. And of course, last summer, it was so hot, it was ridiculous. Don't you like it hot? No. I love it hot. I go on holidays. Get yeah. hot weather. No, it's absolutely wonderful. Then, of course, after that, you get the leaves on the tracks, don't you? They're coming down. They fall off the Aren't trees. Aren't beautiful, get... those leaves? Aren't they yeah. absolutely fantastic? <laughs> All the myriad colours. It looks like, oh, God is celebrating. You like them? Yeah, I like them very much indeed. Do you want any more salt on I that? shall have some pepper as well. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to make a snowman, either. Oh, you were eating something. What were you eating? Some fish. Yes. Well, mm. spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> we ate that. We had that bit at the beginning to sort of throw you off the trail. Bless you. We really... oh, I see. It was nothing to do with the fish at all. Nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with the fish. fish. No, ignore I'll the gi- fish. I better give you a clue. The first word is uh. uh. <laughs> and he liked his salt and pepper. He liked his seasoning. Seasoning. Yes. Yeah. A man for all. Yeah. Right, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title's now being exhibited on the laser display board. And here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. The Cat in the Hat. The Cat in the Hat. It's a book and a film. Book and a film, five words. Here goes. Uh, Good morning. I'd like to buy a cat, please. Yes, sir. Which one? The one in the trilby. The end. Us. 
Hat in the Hat. Hat time's up. The next round was specially devised by our games designers to challenge the team's musical abilities. Can't have been a very lengthy meeting. <laughs> Actually, that's a little unfair, as Tim and Graham enjoyed success with their goodies records. Tony was in the top ten with a band called Morris Minor and the Majors. And Barry once had a surprise number one in Finland. <laughs> and the cold weather often does that to him. <laughs> the game is called Note for Note. In it, the members of one team should start by exchanging a series of unconnected musical notes, which Colin will play for us on the piano. The opposing team should challenge if they spot a recognisable tune. If I uphold the challenge, if I uphold the challenge then, the, then the challengers take over. So off you go, please, Graham and Barry. C. B flat. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you in my dreams. Um, or can't we go on the first one? Adjudication. <laughs> Shall I start again with that? I think we're quite. I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's have some notes from you, Tim and Tony. <laughs> okay, um, F. Sorry. Oh. oh. <laughs> Open the lid! Open the lid! <laughs> yes, it's worrying when that's beyond you. <laughs> I'll change it now, just to throw you. A. D. E. Never ride your no. bicycle. On a greasy road <laughs> Cos you'll get a terrible wobble on And you might hit your head if you fall off the bike Added to which, catch your wheel in the tram lines It's an old song And you'll finish up at the depot So I recommend clips <laughs> Okay, some notes from you, Barry and Graham. Oh, A. You're adorable. <laughs> C. G. Who was it? Don't help them, audience. <laughs> We should be standing up. It's the Peruvian national anthem. I don't, think, I don't think you were meant to tell us. Give us some more, because it'll make it easier. Um, F. He put another G in there, didn't he? Yeah. No, I was given G twice. Probably had one E too many before he came in. <laughs> he? What have we got now? Can you... I love the Orchard Theatre, it is the best around. I love to play the theatre, and I'll be back, I'll be bound. And we love the Orchard, there's apples everywhere. We return to Kent because we love the people.
Right, with all to play for, it's now time to... <laughs> now time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. First, first I noticed from the listener reaction log that the squirrels have been added again. <laughs> and that we've received this letter from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. She writes, Dear Rolf, Here's a handy hint. When you put the cat out, always use a high-quality fire extinguisher. <laughs> Stupid old bat. Well, this week, in response to a national demand for the ritual humiliation of game show contestants, we'll play a round of Elimination Mornington Crescent. In this variation, the teams must actually work together to accumulate as many points as possible during the game. However, at certain points, I shall ask each panellist to vote off the person they consider not to be pulling their weight. <laughs> OK, teams. Tim, will you start, please? Uh, Burnt Oak. Aldwych. I think I might go for the first uh, double with a lateral with Bloomsbury Square. That's Don't good. Pick well, too that, soon. well, that's knocked the point score up nicely. Mm. Um, so Piccadilly would help with that too. Yeah. Well, with mm. it that high, bank. Yeah. Is that the station bank? No, it's that banking then. Camden Town. I'm really taking a fly here. Dalston Junction. Right, teams, I'm going to stop you now, and I'd like you to vote for who you think is holding you back. <laughs> Tim. Barry. Graham. Tony. Tony. I have to say, and I know this is going to be unpopular, but uh, Barry has got to go, I'm afraid. <laughs> It's the kindest thing. <laughs> well, I'm... Tony. Not just... Not revenge. I was going to vote for Tony off anyway. Tim. My Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anne. <laughs> I actually voted for Barry. <laughs> I'll do the jokes. <laughs> Let us know when. <laughs> Tony, I'm sorry, it's you. Well, there were two Barry votes. A two-all oh, draw, yes. but I have to We're go. to pedants. admit it. Listen, it's bad enough having you to announce these games. Don't, <laughs> don't expect me to listen to the bloody things, do you? <laughs> OK. I accept your adjudication, and, uh, and I'll take the walk of shame. Well, I'm very disappointed to go. I thought I was going well, particularly with Bloomsbury Square, which got us uh, double points. I was let down by Anne, really, who uh, decided I should go, even though it was a two-all draw. Carry on without Tony now. Graham. Right, uh, to be sensible, Oxford Street. Uh, Lower Regent Street. Fenchurch Street. Uh, uh, no. Charing Cross. New that Bridge. wasn't exactly on the tip of your tongue, was it? 
<laughs> well, there's nothing in the rules about it being on the tip of your tongue, is there? Have you had a facelift, Anne? I'm asking the questions. <laughs> Hatton Cross. Harringay. Paddington. Um, Terry Vale. But I'll stop you there. That counts double. Yes, it does, but you were too Natural. late. Will you vote, please, for... Why am I saying please? I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> I'd like to vote for Barry, and I'm being consistent. I vote Tim. Well, well, I know Barry is my teammate, and he is consistently the best player of the game so far, and uh, recently f saved my family from drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Putting all that to one side... <laughs> Barry. <laughs> Graham, why Barry? Just a whim, really. <laughs> Tim, why Barry? Cheap laugh, basically. <laughs> Barry, why not, why not Barry? What? <laughs> Barry, you're a total failure. Goodbye. Not too disappointed, and I'll say it's the taking part, not the winning. Or to put it another way, it's the winning, not the taking part. And I'm quite pissed off, but I think Anne is... I have to say, Anne's looking 20 years younger. It's... OK, start again, Tim. Uh, um, Archway. Monument. Hatton Cross. In that case... It was... Dulwich. Modern rules, Dunst. In a Dump... few moments, Dump the Simpsons. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. What? Morning, Tim Crescent. Oh, no. Yeah. no. Our next game takes a look at the fascinating world of the greetings card. There are greetings cards available for many diverse occasions, such as Mother's Day, when sending your mother a cute picture of three kittens in a Wellington boot on a bit of folded cardboard is deemed sufficient thanks for her going through the excruciating pain of childbirth. <laughs> In this round, the teams will attempt to guess the endings to some lines taken from genuine greetings cards. And OK, we'll start with you, Barry. Can you finish the message in this exam results greeting card? We've known you've worked so very hard, determined to get through it. You worked all night and then got pissed. Surprise, surprise, you blew it. The genuine answer to that is, and now you've made us very proud, we knew that you could do it. Ah. Oh. Oh. Tim, try to finish off this well-done-in-your-job interview card, please. <laughs> Magnificent, marvellous, wonderful, brill, talented, gifted, consummate skill. Shrewd, adroit, crafty, clever and porous. These are all words from Roger's thesaurus. <laughs> The answer is outstanding, fantastic, A1 Excel, and that's just a sender. You're great as well. <laughs> Graham, can you complete this wedding anniversary card for wife or husband? Just like a lighthouse on the rocks, withstanding stormy weather. 
You make a noise like a foghorn whenever we get it together. <laughs> Really, your love has shone throughout the years stronger now than ever. Yeah. Tony, can you complete this happy 16th birthday card? 16 years have come and gone, and now your birthday's here. And now you can do legally what you've been doing all bloody year. <laughs> Very nearly the right answer. We hope that all you wish for will be yours throughout the year. Do people get paid to write these things? Well, bloody well ought to be paid for reading them. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, I have a message and a sympathy card for you to finish off, please. Sometimes words are inadequate, our feelings to express. But just look at it this way. At mealtimes, it's one less. <laughs> The answer is, when someone whom we hold so dear is in such great distress. Here are some for anyone to have a go at. This one is a St. Patrick's Day card. We're searching for that clover, the one that brings you luck. May you be lucky all your life and never short of a rhyme. The answer is, four leaves and a leprechaun can never be too much doesn't scan and it's rubbish <laughs> here's a 19th birthday greetings card happy birthday to you and heartfelt congratulations we really hope you'll have a joyful celebration I said we really hope you have a joyful <laughs> celebration Now, the actual answer is, so many things have led to this historic day, and now we celebrate your 90th birthday. Thud. <laughs> and finally, this one's a 21st birthday card. Can't find the words to tell you. Don't quite know what to say. Twas I who gave your mother one 21 years ago. <laughs> Which is the right answer. <laughs> it's music time now with Swanee Kazoo. Where the teams duet to meld the ethereal lilt of the Swanee whistle with the chirpy croak of the kazoo. <laughs> Tim and Tony, you can start this. I'd like you to provide us with a rendition of If I Were a Rich Man to feature Tony Hawks on the kazoo and Tim Brooke Taylor on the Swanee whistle. <clears throat> Barry and Graham, I'd like you to provide us with a rendition of Singing in the Rain to feature Barry Cryer on the kazoo and Graham Garden on the swanee whistle.
notice it's very nearly the end of the show, but it's just time to squeeze in a... Oh, shut up. <laughs> but it's just time to squeeze in a round of Car Mechanics Book Club. Samantha is off just now to her vehicle maintenance evening class, where she says she's keen to strip down a little Austin for a full service. <laughs> So while she's away enjoying that, I'd like you teams to suggest book titles that might appeal to a readership drawn from the motor repair trade. Tim, will you start, please? Um, Brave New Weld. (laughs) (laughs) Complete Anglia. (laughs) The Loneliness of the Nice Little Runner. (laughs) James and the Giant Porsche. Winnie the Pooh, you want to get that exhaust looked at? (laughs) The silencer of the Lamborghinis. (laughs) The bumper fun book of motoring jokes. (laughs) It'll have you double declutching your sides. Middle March is the soonest we can have it ready to be. Brake pads at Tiffany's. <laughs> On Her Majesty's 5,000 mile service. And so, <laughs> the day of. They the... died with their boots open. <laughs> have another go, Graham. The day of the Jack. So, ladies and gentlemen, as this edition of the show draws to a close, I'm required to assure our listeners that no animals were harmed in the making of this program. (laughs) Until now, that is. And so, from the team, Samantha, myself, and the good folk of Dartford, it's goodbye. Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke Taylor and Tony Hawkes have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. (laughs) 